Welcome back to Confidence Conversion. Once again, the legend Tom Tool. Tom, let's handle another objection. You know, the market's so hot. Uh, I, you know, I know your guys' brand. It's obviously you guys sell a lot of houses, but the market is so hot. I just feel like I can put a sign in front of my house and it would sell. So I'm, I'm looking at all these discount companies. I don't want a full service broker. I don't think I need a full service broker in this market. Well, you're right. You could put up a sign and your home would sell. The question is, are you leaving money on the table? And, and here's what I know. Has anyone shared with you the Bright MLS statistics about off-market sales? No. So Bright did a study all along the eastern seaboard. Mm -hmm. And this, your MLS has this stuff too. So yeah. Bright, did, Bright did a study all along the eastern seaboard. It includes Philadelphia, D.C., Baltimore, Virginia. And homes that weren't on the MLS sold just below 17% less than the homes that did sell on the MLS. So I get that you could sell the home on your own. I just don't want to see you leave that kind of money on the table. Do you want Seven, to leave it? 17, can you send me that report? I, I'll, I'll send it to you right now. What's your email? And yeah. then just send, I mean, it's it's literally like right on bright. So right. I, I would I would be, that's one way to handle it. Okay. So what about, uh, so for, I mean, like, I think everybody watching was like, okay, hold on. I'm going to rewind that. <laughs> write that one down. Okay, good. Okay, but let's, all right, well, that totally makes sense. But then then I'm looking at this discount company, you know, this guy literally said he'd put it, put it in the MLS for $500. He'd, he'd do it for 1%. He'd do it for, sure. you know, whatever, whatever the number is, like those people. So what about you guys? So, so can I tell you why it makes me nervous that you're talking to discount brokers, Tom? Nervous? Here's what makes me nervous. Okay. I see this all the time. People don't have a plan to launch the listing. They just put it on the MLS. They hope somebody's going to show up. That's what most agents do when they mm -hmm. put a sign in the yard. It's the typical three-point plan, right? Mm -hmm. What I know is that what, so, what, what do you mean the three-point plan? What they it? put a sign up, they put it on the internet, and they wait for somebody to show up and buy it. That's oh, the three points. Got it. Which is similar to what you talked about by putting a sign up. Mm -hmm. What I know is that there's so much demand out there right now. People have things going on in their lives. They can't get into homes like that day or the next day. And mm -hmm. some buyers, they're going to be fast. They may not be the best buyer for your home. Mm -hmm. And we want to create a bidding war. We want multiple options to look at. What are the contingencies? Are there inspections? Who's willing to escalate the price? Who has enough cash on hand to make up an appraisal deficit if it sells way above where the appraised values are? Because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of sales data right now to support that. So sure. we have a pre-launch plan where we start marketing the property a week, two weeks, three weeks before. 21 days is the max we're allowed to do, so that we can get people so interested, so frothy, they're like foaming at the mouth, coming to look at your home, and then we let them duke it out. We give it some time. We let it breathe. Because we have seen time and time again, this just happened to an agent on our team, and I got a real-life case study for you I'll give you in a second, where they're accepting the first offer, which is a great offer. There's better offers out there that haven't come in yet because, one, you can't have overlapping appointments anymore. That's, that's a COVID-19 restriction that yep. we have. And two, maybe the buyer had something going on. They have kids' activities. They weren't in town. We don't know. Recently, one of our agents on our team, he wrote an offer on a property. It was listed at 900 His client was ready to pay a million for it. They set a deadline of Saturday night after listing it on Friday. I don't know about you. I got other things going on Saturday night, right? right. And the home sold for nine sixty. So the seller lost forty thousand dollars by not waiting a day, two days. And the agent thought it was a great idea. If I'm that seller, I'm pretty ticked off that I lost forty grand because my agent didn't give me the right advice and didn't have the right plan. Do you want the right plan or do you want the plan that's going to maximize your proceeds? I mean, you make a very compelling point, but at the end of the day, like we really need to net as much out of this property as we can. So, I mean, do you have a do you have just a lower commission rate that you offer people like myself? Well, I'm not going to charge you charge you more if I sell it for more, right? I'm going to charge you the same amount, well, no matter what price we sell it for. So, why don't we just sit down and go over the plan and see what it looks like? And if you can see value there, and you feel good about it, I feel good about it, then we can make the right decision. 
That's awesome. That's awesome. What's your advice for the person that uh, just heard this and maybe has listened to it now six or seven times? Like, how do they get um, this confident? Because that's the whole goal of the show: confidence and conversion. So you got to practice. I mean, it, it, it's it's. I, I, when I started coaching with uh, my first coach that I had, he's literally, he sent me an email. I'm at like the Remax conference or something. He goes, you need to role play every day. And I'm like, okay, because I'm Mr. Forrest Gump here. Yeah. And I said, okay. And I started role playing and literally just practicing this every day because some of these things are hard to say to people. Yes. I mean, I the first time I gave an objection handle like that, I was nervous. I'm like, oh God, I can't believe I just said that. Once you say it once, right. it gets easier. The first time you do something, it's always the hardest. It's yeah. going to get easier and easier. And you want to practice with someone that's going to be really hard on you because yeah. odds are, when you're giving these presentations or having these conversations with people, they're not going to be as hard on you as the person that knows it's coming and knows what you're going to say, and that's going to make it easier. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is shocking to me that we all, you know, for most of us that have kids, like we say, you got to practice, you got to do your homework, you got, and then you get into a professional sport where you can get paid millions of dollars a year called real estate, and they don't practice. Yep. So I'm not rousing you because you're you're watching this show. So clearly you're you're one of the good ones that are yes, actually doing. Totally this. agree. Uh, is there one hack you have? that you found beyond role-playing with somebody that's gonna be hard on you, uh, another hack that you found that makes people better at role-playing so in the moment of truth, bam, they can deliver. There's a formula for objection handling. Yep. Uh, you heard me ask the question, can I tell you why it makes me nervous? Yep. Or can I share a concern? Yep. So you don't wanna argue with the people up front. You wanna get alignment. Yeah, you say, yeah. hey, I hear you, Tom, yeah. I get it. I would feel the same way if I was you. Give them mm -hmm. some sort of agreement. Cause you start yeah. arguing with them, guess what? They're gonna check out mentally right. immediately. So agree. Hey, can I tell you why it makes me nervous? Can I share a concern? Because yeah. then what you're showing you actually care about them because yeah. that's, what we, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Then you handle the objection and right. you tell them what's going on yeah. and then you kind of tie it down. It's old school NLP. So, hey, knowing that's the case, you don't want to leave money on the table, do you, Tom? No. So it, it's, it, there really is a formula there. And if you follow the formula, it makes it a little easier than just right. laying some objection handle on them that's kind of blunt and to the point. You, yeah. Asking that question goes a long way. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for being on the show. I know we got a bunch of these. So, hey, confidence and conversion, follow this guy. But most importantly, keep practicing and watch this show six or seven times and probably send it to a friend or two. Thanks, man. Thanks, man.